Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier The Cottage on the Moor Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter 14 The Child Astrid, the Professor, Evie and Lorelei stood facing one another in the cavern as the Archive summoned the truth and projected it into the void between them. It began with the cottage, not a lonely outpost in a damp valley, but a gleaming home beneath an intense summer sky. On the nearby grassland, three people were running joyfully around one another, each holding the string of a kite which danced in the sky. Two of them were unmistakably younger, sprightlier versions of Evie and Bill. With them was a child, whose face the projection contorted so as to mask. The child, the professor asked Evie. Yours? Evie said nothing. It's hers, Lorelei muttered. The last child born in a dying universe. The chosen one. Chosen for what? Astrid asked. As if to answer her, the scene changed to the laboratory, less cluttered than it had later become. In the centre of the room, the child was sat on a stool, whilst Bill adjusted a helmet-like device Astrid recognised only too easily. He lowered it onto the child's head, and then took in his hands a familiar golden orb, the archive. Wires extended from the ports the keys would otherwise dock with, trailing down to the floor, then up to the helmet. The younger Evie was watching, her face aghast. Please, Bill! Please, please you can't, can't do this to her! her. There's no, no way of sending the archive through there without a life sign registering at the point of matter dispersal, he said, indicating the gateway. Then let, let me take, take it through, Evie wailed. Oh, what good would we be on another world? Two old wrecks with faded memories? She's our only hope. For a moment, Astrid thought she could see the young girl's face, but a sudden explosion of sound and light from the archive in Bill's hands overwhelmed it. The four spectators watched as the scene played out and the burning contents of the archive gushed into the girl's head. They could hear her scream. Stop, Stop it! it! The younger Evie yelled. Stop, Stop it, it or you'll, you'll kill her! her! In a flash, the scene changed to the upstairs room where Astrid had been taken. The girl was on the bed. Her mother knelt at her side, whilst Bill stood staring out of the window a haunted expression on his face. She lived, Lorelei said in an almost distracted fashion, fixated on the image of the girl. Total transference of the archive's contents into her mind. The professor kept her eyes on Evie, a cold stare of judgment for what she now guessed the archive would play out before them. Sure enough, the scene returned to the laboratory, where the girl, now older, stood on the threshold of the gateway whilst Bill busied himself with the controls. You must be brave, my girl, he said to her excitedly. No stopping. Straight through and you'll be safe on the other side. You don't know that. A tearful and angry voice rasped from the far corner of the room. It was the younger Evie. Bill ignored her and turned back to the child. Now you go through and you take everything we learned with you, all right? 
There's enough in that head of yours to keep you safe, even without the archive. Are you ready? The child nodded, and her mother wailed. Bill moved to the control panel beside the gateway and activated it. A familiar whirring hum emerged, and the portal opened, revealing the breathtaking panorama of the starfield. The child looked to her father. Go on, my girl, he urged. She stepped forward. As she did so, the younger Evie, unbeknownst to her husband, stepped over to one of the many pieces of apparatus wired up to the gateway. She raised a hand and turned one of the dials in the hope that it would close the portal before it was too late. Sparks began to fly from the archway, and Bill span to his own controls. No, that's not right. Wait, I must check the readings. He flicked all manner of switches, then glanced through the window at the sky, which was contorting itself above the cottage. He looked back at a screen filled with numbers rapidly decelerating. The girl kept walking towards the gateway. It's losing power. It's going to stall. Not just yet, my love, he called to his daughter. Wait! But she was already at the threshold. She reached out a hand and touched eternity before disappearing in a burst of fire and smoke caused by the gateway collapsing around her. The scene moved on. Some minutes later, Astrid guessed, as Evie's younger self erupted in rage, hurling pieces of equipment at Bill and screaming at him at the top of her lungs. The older Evie merely watched. You said it never worked, Astrid muttered to her. You lied. Evie did not reply. The archive accelerated, showing snapshots of the history that followed in the cottage. Bill attempting to fix the gateway, Evie walking out onto the moor and wailing to the heavens, the two reaching an uneasy peace with no one else to turn to. And then, a stormy night when Bill tried to activate the gateway again. The portal opened for little more than a second. The view of the universe beyond was obscured by the silhouette of a person standing under the archway. The gateway closed and the figure collapsed onto the floor. It was Lorelei. Bill rushed to help her up, staring at her intently. Are you her? He asked in a quivering tone. Are you my baby girl? He was so full of hope, the older Lorelei murmured, watching the scene unfold. Again the archive accelerated, flashes of Bill and Lorelei working together on the gateway, and Evie looking on, occasionally sneaking down in the dead of night to tamper with the equipment. Each time she would walk up to the closed gateway, kiss her hand, and place her fingertips on its dark, foreboding surface. Time moved on, and, as Evie had recalled, Bill showed Lorelei the archive. Night after night passed of her plugging herself into the gold sphere and scanning through the information held within. And then daylight came, and her work with Bill became more fraught. Glassware was thrown across the room, words were yelled in anger, and Bill, now the elderly man the professor had met on the moor, fumbled in his work. The locale changed again, to the moor outside under the dark sky. Evie was making her way into the dell. She approached the rockfall and took from her pocket one of the archive keys, allowing her to pass through into the tunnel beyond. The projection followed her, showing her installing the archive in its hiding place. Content with the work, she hesitated, then placed her own key into the surface of the orb. More images and flashes of movement swirled around the cavern. Astrid's eyes widened as the sights of herself and the professor she had witnessed in a previous vision returned. The two of them atop a giant wall, then clinging to a ship caught in a storm. Realisation dawned. This was where her visions had come from. 
This was the force taking over her mind and calling to her from beneath the hill. The archive. The professor watched the same images without surprise, recognising them from the scrapbook hidden in the room upstairs. She looked again at Evie, the woman who had traced her life through time. You knew we'd come here, she said to her. It were only a matter of time, Evie said hauntingly. Had to be. The torrent of images of the Professor and Astrid began to calm, settling on the Professor's face. The words, Archive Search Record, appeared across the cavern, and the database replayed the scenes she had explored mere hours earlier. They rocketed by in an instant, but settled on the strange faceless figure who had been with her in her own laboratory back home, the one the Archive could not trace. Looking for someone? Lorelei smirked. The Archive convulsed and the scene moved on to the day the Professor and Astrid arrived on the moor. There they were on the hill among the trees, before the Professor wandered off to explore, and Astrid found herself drawn to the rockfall hiding the archive. It was calling to me, Astrid whispered. As the scene unfolded, she recalled the figure she thought she had seen on the horizon when she'd first been summoned to the dell. She'd imagined it to be the Professor, but now she could see that it was Lorelei watching as she'd been overcome by the pull of the force beneath the ground. More connections formed in her mind. That was the treasure your scavengers were looking for. They wanted the archive. Or a copy of it, Lorelei replied with a malevolent grin. The scene rolled on. Bill and the professor fought off the scavengers before the old man picked up Astrid in his arms and took her to the cottage. Evie had opened the door and gasped at the sight of him carrying Astrid into the house. They placed on the same bed their child had once laid upon. Getting close, Lorelei smirked. The professor scowled at her, then looked back at the silent Evie and the awestruck Astrid. She knew what was coming. The scene of the night Bill sent his daughter into the gateway returned. Now the image was moving, pivoting around the girl to show her face. The professor closed her eyes as the truth became clear. Standing before the gateway, the last child born of a dying universe and sent on a desperate mission to save it, was Astrid. What? Astrid gasped through tears. Welcome home, little Astrid, Lorelei grinned. Suddenly all of the scenes of Evie and Bill running through the valley with their child replayed, the infant's face now visible. Though far younger, Astrid's likeness was unmistakable. The older Evie's shoulders rose and fell with her sobs. Again, the archive returned to the night Astrid had been sent into the gateway. Only this time it followed her. As she reached out to the portal, she was transported into a familiar silver waterfall of light. The River of Time. She plummeted downwards, dark shadows shifting and snarling behind the walls of the raging torrent. The professor could hear a memory stirring in her mind a terrible creature she'd once faced foretelling what she was to learn in the archive. The wraith will come for you, Professor, it had screamed. You and the little lost child. And then another voice, human this time, but no less haunting. Young Astrid has quite the history. Soon the time stream was gone, and the cobblestones of Tudor England replaced it. A young girl with no memory walked the streets at night in search of shelter. Mummy and Daddy's little girl lost in the mists of history with no memory, Lorelei sneered. All of human achievement stored in her mind. 
blocked out by the trauma. The professor looked to Astrid, whose own eyes were fixed pleadingly on Evie. But what luck she should meet a time traveller, Lorelei continued, who could bring her back home for her parents to finish their little experiment. Sure enough, the archive's projection shifted back to the night Astrid had been taken to the cottage. Bill and Evie were in the laboratory. This is destiny, Evie. She came back to us. This was meant to be. A second chance. We lost her once. You will not risk our daughter's life again. We owe it to the archive. Damn the archive. Let that horrid little bitch on the moor take it. It's over, Belle. And then Lorelai was with them, demanding the archive key. Bill was screaming at her, and Evie was pleading for them both to stop. In the commotion, Lorelai had slammed the controls of the gateway, and they had sprung to life. Evie's face had fallen. Unaware, Bill had repaired it. There's only power left for one transfer, and it won't be you going through! Bill had cried, shutting off the controls. Bill, no! Evie had cried. Bill, you can't! Please! Get out of my house! He screamed at Lorelai. I won't warn you again! Don't think the archive didn't show me what you did all those years ago! Lorelai had hissed. What you sacrificed for your pitiful cause! You, you had no right searching through our lives! Bill stammered. I didn't give you access so you could do that! There is nothing I cannot access. There will be nothing I cannot know. Give me the archive and let me leave this rotted pit of a world. Then you and your little girl can spend what's left of time together. Give me the key. If you think I'm going to hand it over now, you're as big a fool as I always thought. He'd growled. Belle, please, just do it. Evie had implored. It's nearly the end now. What use is clinging on to all of this? We have to send Astrid through, he'd screamed. And then Evie knew nothing would dissuade him from completing the experiment. You'll never let her be, will you? She'd sobbed. She'll never be safe. What happens to the universe if I give up the way you did? He'd asked. Or if we hand it all over to some petty little tyrant to do with as she pleases? Eh? What then? Slowly, Evie had raised the gun. All things must pass. And she fired. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, The Cottage on the Moor, an Unbound Theatre production, written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod. <laughs>